Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. This is the Scurry and the Scrub podcast. I'm Matt DeMarinas. He's Jordan Scurry. We haven't talked to you in a bit because, you know, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I think we said life happens last time. And life, I was like, yep. I was just about to say recording. that. So life legit just keeps happening and we just haven't been able to sit down and record together. But here we are and we're going to try to try to make this a thing. Um, so for now, just take what you can get, I guess. Uh, but Jordan and I were just talking off and I'm like, now I need his, now I need his take on this. Cause like, we don't want to like cultural appropriation, all that stuff like that. I'm sensitive to that. Right. Here um, we go. But he's wearing a do rag and it looks good. And I personally think I have a, like an egg shaped head that would actually look, you know, and I also don't have any hair on top of my head either. So like hair, hairstyle for me is like out the window for the rest of my life, essentially. So I'm thinking like do rags might actually look not bad based on the way head shaped and all that. So like I'm, so I want Jordan's take on like, is that a path I can, I can, I would, I, I honestly would say the like three most appropriate hairstyles to have a do rag would be braids trying to get waves and then bald. Right. And so like, so I can't do either it, of the first two. It's out the window. Yeah. And so I think if you're at that third one and you're just doing it for style, like, and if you own that, like, I think it'd be fun. And I think yeah. you sound like you want to own it. So yeah, it'd be good, man. I've, I've, well, I've thought about it too because there's there's two reasons. One is like I obviously don't, you know, the hairstyle thing is just is not coming back for me. You know, the best I can do is like line up the beard. That's all I got. Um, Looks good though, man. Oh, I appreciate you. Uh, the second thing is though, I I'm sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an Italian dude, just a hairy bro. I'm also I I run hot. That's what I call it. I run hot. I like it. I like it. Okay. But when you run hot and you don't have any hair on top of your head, you ruin hats pretty easily. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I've i looked up that, like the effectiveness of do-rags on my head, like as like a, like, uh, like a conduit between the hat and the head to like preserve my hat life. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, and that's like, the best thing about do-rags. See, because then you have, you can just wash them all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have, I have, I have about, I have about five now in rotation. And okay. so, like, you can just you can wear all different ones. So, like, even it's great. Like for me, who runs hot, right? If I have a night, I'm like sweating in the middle of the night, right? And I'm like, I got do rag on, obviously, to keep the braids intact. If I like sweat through one, I got another one, like right there. I'm like, good. This one's clean. Mm-hmm. Boom, right there. So, yeah, in all situations too. Same thing. Working out, you can just wear a do rag now. You ain't got to wear yeah. anything. Yeah. So I, so I, I'm, I'm like, I think I have your blessing to, to to try it at least you know i, I would mean? love to we should yeah we should this is what will get people to watch our us on youtube this will definitely yeah. for the next podcast if you say you're wearing a do-rag i think yeah. that'll get us at least like one more viewer for sure you know i rock the hats all the time right like the bull's hat is like a staple at this point like but i yeah. but it's just it's just like i have to make sure i don't do any like activity stuff in it otherwise it's gonna get all like sweaty and corrosive and i really want to give you like a yeah 50 mm-hmm. cent type uh, New York Yankees do rag. I think that's what right. you should start with. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to go like full on Ninja Turtles in the back, but like it, you know something. Well, what, what if we both just have? What if we do crate and do rags? What if we get that? Crate what if we do crate and do rags for the pod? Are you down? We'll both, I feel like. We'll, both well that's. I mean, honestly, and the other Is part that of corny? It too, like I bet you, uh, possibly. But hear me out on that though. Does Creighton has Creighton like tapped into like the do rag culture yet in terms no, of like branding? not at all? 
That's what I'm no, saying. Because so maybe we, we, we just... yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think I we could definitely tap in because I don't even know if they're allowed to. Because we used to try to wear do rags in the weight room, okay. and I don't know if that's allowed yet. Because they like, we sometimes we get away with it, just depending on the time of day. Like Pretty during sure the day, Reef has, Reef has gone like do rags on like road trip walkthroughs, shoot around things. I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, road is different. That's get... different. That's okay. different. But like on daytime campus, because it was like during the daytime, you know, like classes and session and stuff. It's like all right, those that 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 time. It's like maybe not wear do rag during like you know normal school hours. But it was like yeah, yeah if you were scared, lifting don't scare, at like don't scare the square. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if it was like you were lifting at like six a.m., sometimes you could wear it. So I don't know how those rules have changed. I'm not familiar. Um, but yeah, we maybe we should make maybe we should get, get some crate and do rag swag going, and then they'll be right. have to be forced to accept it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, because Baylor kind of knocked down the door with the headband thing, right? Like that was like a that was a, a frowned upon it, and then Bello and him, like I think they wear like the cloth. You know, yeah, lights went out, DJ so We're definitely not using video for this now. Uh, oh, wow. Although I look kind of sick in the blue and black, though. Yeah, you kind of look like the yeah. Batman now. I this know. is fun. <laughs> this just got like super cool all of a sudden. Uh, maybe we'll use we'll use video. Uh, but like yeah, they so they like you know they'll do the headband like, uh, jersey like shirt like sleeve headband type of thing or whatever, just as like a, a sweat mop essentially. But like I, like I feel that. like I feel like I feel like do rag is coming. I feel like there's an evolution of like do rag moving its way in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not on the, not on this team, but but <laughs> no, the team, yeah, but. I mean, the, the, you know, we could probably we could probably t- we could probably break that door down. I'm saying, you know what I mean. I think the braids are way more of a thing now. I think in college basketball than they've been in a little Who while. Like, I saw your IG I, the other day, bro. You have got a nice lineup right now. I I'm, appreciate I'm, you, man. Yeah, I had I got to I got to keep it. That's why I got to keep it in the do rag, man. So it lasts till the new you year. Just got right for Christmas, huh? Like you just were like, yeah, for the holidays. For the holidays, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to go back to the braids. Uh, start off the new year with them. So good. got a nice fresh pair. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate. Yeah, no. You want a fun story? Side story. I actually went. So <laughs> I went today. So I love about being home for the holidays, man. Like so, I'm back home. Set my mom's place right. Go to uh just the local like just Cumberland Farms out here, of course, right. Just going to get like of course just like snacks for the day as I'm chilling all day, like whatever, and so. <laughs> The guy in the store, I have a do-rag off at the time during the day. So I go in there because I'm like, we get some snacks, get some gas, go right to the crib, chill. And I go in there, and my man is the most energetic person. You know I love people like this. Most energetic, just like like hype dude to be in there. Like it's a big set, like uh, Cumberland Farm. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Go in there. My man is like, hey, how you doing, sir? Damn, your braids are fresh. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, sir. You, sir. <laughs> Just made my day. I was like that. Shout out to people who are on that type of energy. I was like, you know what? I was I was having an okay day um, until he hit me with that. Then yeah. now today has been great. I have yeah. no complaints about today. Now he, he's a, he's a podcast lifer. Whenever if we ever run into him, uh, but that's, right. how, that's how I reacted when I saw the IG like the Christmas like dump. I was like, oh hey, Jordan, pre- okay, like on the beach you, looking looking sharp. I appreciate uh, you, man. Yeah, no, how was your, it's good to see. How was your Christmas good though? Did you get blue? Was it no, it's good. Good to see fam for the holiday. Everybody's getting bigger. Hall of Fam, little cousins. Everyone's growing mm-hmm. up. People in college now. I'm like, wow. Remember what that was like? This is crazy. Now that I'm home too, I think it's still even crazy to think about. Like, even now, the being four, about to be five years out, right? Like, 
I'm like, wow, it's still funny how you remember the times over the winter break the most because it's like, is your, obviously, is your, everyone's together. What's up? Is your nostalgic perspective different now? Because I know you've always missed. Like, Because the way yours ended was like abrupt. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. COVID, like smack dabbing it, knocking it out, you know? But yeah. so like that last, that year of like that COVID year when everybody was going through it and Creighton made this physics team, like there was mad FOMO, you know? Like, where are you now? Yeah, no, then it was, I, I, I was too close to it then. Cause I loved, like, I wanted 100%. to, I wanted You're to have that senior year experience. Uh, but no, now, now I think it's cool. Cause I think just being so kind of removed that I'm just more of a fan of kind of just how the games even changed since I've played. Um, and like, I was just alluding to just seeing it. Um, it makes you miss parts of it. Like, I like how the games change, but like the parts of it, um, like the winter breaks, like, uh that you like i don't know while you're playing you miss uh being at home but then now yeah i guess years after like being at home it's like you do miss those moments like being with your team and all going through that together almost i guess yeah do you have text chats with the your squad like the former oh, of course, course what's, what's, yeah. what, what, what are game day chats like uh I mean, usually I don't text. We, it's it's not too much text during the game days. It's like one off things, unless like it goes to overtime, like the other night. Like that one yeah. was like everyone was uh, the overtime ones are heartbreaking. That that that's usually when there is one, but um, there hasn't been much, I guess, for non conference. It used, I guess, that's the point. It usually picks up back more during Big East play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as much, I guess, during uh, non conference. It it's, it's been a little quiet. I think we're pretty confident in the boys this year. So yeah. now, now, I we'll, now, a... now I think we'll start giving our two cents more. Yeah, it was cool because the last game was the Doug McDermott jersey retirement. And then, like, so there was a lot of former players back in town and whatnot. Like, Jahan's man, guy who's been on the podcast before, I was, like, crossing Florence Boulevard to go to uh, – I don't even know where I was going. It was basketball practice maybe. And he just like stopped in the middle of the street, and we like we just had a conversation in the middle of the Florence Boulevard for like ten minutes. Like that's just Creighton right there. Like you can stop in the middle of a busy street and talk for longer than you realize. Yeah. That's like no. it was cool to me back. That'd be like that'd be like what it was. It'd be like for you if you were still around. Yeah, no, I gotta make my I gotta make my way back out there this year. Do you that's have your date sure. set yet? Or you, have you picked one? Where you coming? I have back not yet. Home? I have not yet. I have not yet. I have. I I've been we, teasing. I, I've been teasing it for a while, but I think that needs to just be our New Year's resolution to actually lock that down. Yeah, we'll get to it. I think we've locked down a date where you need to show up. Oh yeah, you out. did give me. A, you did give me a date. I, I thought I gave you some candidates. I'm you gonna, did I'm give me a date. That. You did give me a date that made the most you were like sense. All, you were like all about it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Real quick. Real quick. If I can't find it real quick, then it is what it is. Yeah, we'll revisit it. We'll come back to we it. Might, we might we might have said it on the phone though. Def- oh, if that's the yeah. case, then yeah. We'll be able to remember. I we'll, think it was we'll like, come back. I think it was like I think it was like St. John's or something. Well, Again, we're just it was we're like just, an afternoon weekend. Just teasing people. Oh yeah, because we were talking about trying to hit two sporting events. Wasn't that the case? Uh maybe. I think that was something like, like yeah, that. Possibly. My memory's off fried right now. Everything's running together. Uh have you watched we'll my, how much big East have you watched so far? Like how much? What are you thinking? Uh, What's the vibe of the of the how the conference is shaking out and scoring? I watched. Out? I watched. I've watched a lot of UConn and Providence just from obviously being out here. 
um, and having to deal with their fans. Um, how's Fr- how's as, Friar Town? Friar uh, uh, Town, man. Let me let me let me tell you. I guess this is my question. Okay, about let me because I have to ask: Is this more of a for you, like you and like who you, who actually like has been in this longer and just like knows the general fan better than I? Like when these fans. Is it just a Friar fan? Because I think it's just a Friar fan thing. When they say they really, like, they say this or they say they're going to, they like, Big East, they're gonna, we're going to be Big East champions. Like, really, this is, so that's their aspirations now. And don't get me wrong, they've been impressive, I will say. Like, uh, yeah, I'll give them impressive, like, to, for the beginning of the year. Well, um, this, this whole. Like that whole team. Do you but like? Do you believe them? Do you believe them when they say you know, these things? So basically, your question is like: Are they the most delusional bunch of the? Yeah. Of the, are they? Like, yeah. Of the long, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like it's either them or St. John's. I think Georgetown would probably like rival that if they had fans, but they don't. So like, they're yeah. like Georgetown's fans are all kind of like living through shame right now. St. John's fans are like in a weird spot because they've like tried some things with like Chris Mullen and then uh, Mike Anderson that they felt like one of them was going to hit. And I mean, I think they made one NCAA tournament out of that, mm. out of that tenure, those two tenures. So like, I think the, the thing with those, with their fans is like, we're, we're almost there, but we, but we also acknowledge that we should be better and aren't good enough. So yeah. I think there, I think there's a, I think there's an element of realism with St. John's fans that you can like respect to a degree that absolutely is not there with Providence fans. No way, shape, or form. Like, it's not just like what they should be doing as a team. It's like who they are as like, like they they think they think Kalkbrenner, uh, robbed both Justin Manaya and Devin Carter of Defensive Player of the Year awards back. Yeah, then. that's the that's kind of delusion we're talking about. Like, I can't no, even it's like the... I can't even like and... mention Kalkbrenner being good at defense without like. Friar fans being like fucking bullshit. He stole the award. Like Justin Manaya was the best. Devin Carter. Yeah. Like, like no. Like stop it. You guys are just you give it up. Yeah. Like, over it. Like move on with your lives. Like it's a new year. Like stop this. That's what Providence fans are like. That they don't let. Shit are they go. the they biggest grudges and they're belligerent. That's, so that's like, are they the biggest victims? Or they think they're the biggest victims. Of the yeah, hundred percent. I think that yeah. too. Right. They have that like they have that like scrappy dude chip on their shoulder all the time. Like they're they're always like yeah. they're always trying to fight something. A narrative, a person doesn't even matter. It's just like they're always trying to fight. They, in the, yeah, they, okay. All right. Always, okay. Like, they're always like, they're always like, there's always a grudge out there that they have to like attack. That's what Providence feels like. And they're different than everyone else, I think. Yeah. UConn's pretty close. UConn's like, yeah, but I have but, to take but, UConn, but UConn has, yeah, exactly. UConn's a, like a UConn's a, UConn's an arrogant petty. Like Providence is a delusional petty. Yeah. UConn's one natties, man. Like you can't. Like when you can win, when you win natties and you act immature, like you kind of just got to put up with it because like they won natties, so like their their immature tendencies just are like part of the deal. Providence, you're like, why are you acting this way? Like, yeah, why are yeah. you the way you are? But then when you realize their region, you understand that's kind of just Boston sports culture, you know? Yeah, but I guess I've watched. I guess funny enough, this year in Big East basketball, I've watched. Like I guess uh, until now, because this, this is what the, the I guess the biggest difference is too. Some from when I played is the conference play starts now before Christmas, because um, yeah. the addition of UConn and I think just the way the schedules work now um, 
with just how many games they're allowed to play, the way season works, whatever. Um, it's just different. So I I've definitely like watched um a lot more recently, but I think to start the year I didn't watch I watched less Big East basketball than I've ever have to start the year than any year, but now it's just because I think because the conference play and I just am so I understand just the magnitude of the conference play and because I was waiting to see I think that's the fun of it too. It's just like now, just I guess when life happens, right? Um you get to see what the what it all shakes out to be after all of like the non conference play and how the big big East like compares to uh every other conference. And now I think <laughs> After even just seeing how they matched up, it's um, what's the word I want to use? It's gonna be very unpredictable, I think. Um, until yeah, very unpredictable the Big East this year. Um, I guess because that's at least at least the way that everyone's playing at home. That's well, yeah. That's I, I kind of I think you're making a good point because like I mean the other part of it is all three the three top. Like the the you know Creighton, Marquette, and UConn are the three top teams in preseason poll. After that, yeah, I guess they all should. lost their first Big East game, and like yeah, UConn and Marquette got blown out in theirs, and Creighton lost in overtime to Nova without Justin Moore. So like neither of the three, uh, especially Creighton because they haven't played a second game yet. Marquette got to play Georgetown in like a tune-up for Creighton before mm-hmm. Christmas, so they waxed the Hoyas, and then UConn like. UConn St. John's was crazy, dude. Like that felt like a Big East tournament game, and it was like the second game of league play. But the UConn's without Donovan Klingon until probably the Creighton game. That's kind of like when yeah. his return is like centered around uh, in terms of his timeline. So, like none of those, other than Marquette being a team that everyone's supposed to beat by a lot. Like there hasn't been like UConn and Marquette and Creighton haven't looked like the top dogs yet. You know what I mean? No. If you just split the seasons. Just split the seat, yeah. like just say non-con is something and conference play is something else. Like you can't right now your argument for who the best yeah. in the conference is right now, like Villanova probably has the best win because it's on the road, shorthanded at a at yep. a league contender. Yep. Uh Providence all is like right there too because they smacked Marquette and then survived Butler. So they're two and oh. Um and then like Seton Hall is weird, right? Because they you know, ran away from UConn, but then got their doors blown off by Xavier. Xavier yeah. got their doors blown off by St. John's, but then killed Seton Hall. Seton Hall yeah. killed Xavier, but then lost to UConn, a shorthanded UConn team. So it's like the league is weird right now. There's probably going to be a lot of crazy results because <laughs> if you saw the way, if you saw the way Providence played against Marquette, you're thinking no one's beating the Friars in in you know in that gym, right? But then you watch Providence Butler, and you're like, damn, Butler should have won that game. Like, yeah. Yeah, so now you think so. Now you think a better a better team than Butler probably has a chance. Like there's there's probably three or four right have a chance to beat Providence in that gym. So like I don't know. We'll see. I think the league champ is obviously the team that protects the home court the best. That's always the case. But I think it's gonna be really hard to protect home court because there's just seems to be a lot of volatility in college basketball all over the place, but also in the Big East when you look at the way these matchups have gone so far. Are you are you impressed with Butler? Because I know they didn't play anyone in the non-conference, really. I am. But no, you're right. I, they didn't. They I got smacked by Michigan State. That was like their yes. They, they played yes. Florida. They Florida. They played Florida Atlantic tough. Florida Atlantic close. They played them close. Yeah. yeah but, so I'm impre- I'm impressed with Butler for sure. They're I'm very impressed. Better. And I um, 
because I also just think we're having a very different conversation. If they win that game, which I thought they were going to, I was watching they that should. game on my they phone. Yeah, that, that last possession pisses me off even to think about right now. Like you're you're up three, got a foul. Final seconds. I don't even think. Are you are you foul throw up three all the time? Like no questions. I would, asked? No, not not no questions asked in that situation. Okay. I would have fouled. Yeah, I agree with that situation. But I'm not like a I'm, I I don't always like lean on the foul up three crutch. But the way they defended that play was just dumb. There, that's true too. Dude, Jaden Pierre drives right first of all, and he like he's not a right handed driver, so he's dri- he's already driving to his weak hand. Okay, he's going baseline. He's not a threat at all to make anything other than a pass to a three point shooter. Like, hug the line. Yeah. What are you doing? They're like helping off dudes, like trying to cut off his like driving angle. Like let them let him score. Let him yeah. go all the way to the rim. Let him dunk yeah. on you. Who gives a shit? Like that. That those two points do not matter. Foul him. Fucking do that's, anything. That's what him. I'm saying. At least if you're gonna contest you, you, one, you followed, it, you followed him baseline. Yeah. Hack the shit out of him right there and send him to the free throw line. Yeah. But you come off two shooters in the corner. Pierre Thomas uh, comes off, or Pierre Brooks. I think his name is. I got his name. I'm getting him. Jalen Thomas funneled him. Pierre Brooks was uh, weak side on Devin Carter in the corner. So he yep. comes off Carter in the corner to like. I don't know, like trap here going baseline or something. And then Josh Alexander was. freaks the fuck out because Devin Carter's wide open in the corner because Brooks left him. So he goes to the corner to like cut off that pass and leaves ticket gains wide open on the wing. And Pierre has both windows wide open because neither guy is guarding anybody. They're just in no man's land and they just eat a three for the game tire. Like horrible possession defensively. Terrible. Both from like a decision making standpoint of like foul not foul and uh oh let's leave shooters to cover a driver when we're up three in the final seconds like that's just craziness man they blew that yeah that's a dub it's yeah. a big dub that they just yeah. gave away can we talk about right, how, this brings up another the, yeah no I, I no i completely agree but this brings up another point too because i'm just thinking about how that game because it went into overtime and when that game goes into overtime i'm thinking i'm like yeah there's no way that like province is gonna lose in overtime. No at the amp. Devin Carter at hit that eight. shot that like hit All, the front of the Formerly rim known and, like, as the in. dunk, the yeah. amp. Sorry. But yeah, after that, I was like, okay, yeah, they got it. Um, but it brings me to a larger point I wanted to bring up with you, which I don't know the numbers on. I would love to crunch the numbers. Um, but I was talking about it uh with my mom. <laughs> is or why is it that I feel like the only team in the Big East that gets worse at home in overtime is Creighton University? <laughs> worse at home? In, what's Yeah, I don't know what the data on that is. That feels pretty... The uh, only, I'm thinking of two games. The last game, and because the way that the last game made me feel was right. the, Mar- the Marquette game, Sam Hauser. Oh, yeah, you're just traumatized. Is that it? I don't, th- I don't think it goes down like that. It's not that deep. I don't think it is, but you've lived okay. some trauma for sure. Okay. All right. As long as you're telling me it's not that deep, that's all I need to hear. Well, well let me just check. I mean, I'm, I like they don't go to OT very often, first of all. But they went to double OT at Providence last year because referees don't know how to call fouls when you're. I'm saying at home, at home, at home. Yeah, no, I know, I know. So I mean, but I, they don't go to OT in general very much. Like so. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I just have very bad OT experiences. Um, so the year after, or uh, not the year after that, but 2022, they came out of the pause and beat Marquette on the road in double overtime. So that was on the road. But like you're, I mean, 
2017, 2018, what were you, a uh, sophomore? Yep. No. You yes. Guys, you yes, guys yes, beat, yes. Like yeah. you guys beat one of the best Nova teams of all time in overtime. That was one. Okay, that's I remember that. That was good. Um, what other overtime yeah, wins do we have? Give me I'm overtime wins. Over. Yeah, cheer me up. Cheer me well, up. Well, I mean, so far all the overtime games I'm finding are on the road, so I'm looking for the home. You guys beat you guys beat Texas Tech in Vegas. Uh, Doesn't, you know, count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Why does that not count? I don't understand. It's not at home. I'm saying at the crib. No, I know, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to reinforce an overtime narrative. More I haven't found a home game yet. That, oh, so the Marquette one, there's one you gave away. Oh, but later in the year you guys beat Providence at home. Remember you blew that 17 There we go. The see, why, see, that's what I'm saying. That was when okay. David Duke went like banana. Oh right? yeah, he had 30. Was it? Was that a David? No, David Duke got skunked that game. That was a different one. That was a year later. Then who was it? But you guys were up like I think you guys were up like 17 and blew it. Oh, okay. 16. You're up 50 to 34 with 11 minutes left and went to OT. Yep. So, um, but yeah, you guys won. You guys won that one by six in OT against against Providence. So that's a homer. That's a home, that's your. And then the Marquette one, you guys lost when uh, Sam Hauser hit the shot late, and then Marcus Howard proceeded to fry your defense. So that's one and two. At home and Big East playing overtime so yeah. far. Yeah. Yep. Two very traumatizing losses though. You got Doug Jersey See, retirement night and, and and Sam Hazard. Uh, there's the Villanova win, your uh, sophomore year over like the one of the greatest teams of all time when yep. you guys were super yep. didn't have Ronnie nobody like Mitch played like forty minutes as a freshman. Yep. That was a crazy gut check game. No overtimes after the year before. You guys enjoy that? Uh, Sixteen. Nope. Still trucking along here. So far, two and two at home in overtime. So far, go to the NIT um, year. Go to the, that was that year that I think was also bad. Uh, fourteen fifteen year was a bad year, but they went to they lost in overtime to St. Mary's at home after beating South Dakota in double OT at home the game before. So that was wild. no. I meant my year. I meant my NIT year. Yeah. So every well, basically, since you showed up, Creighton's two and two in overtime at home since you showed up. So okay, Mama Skirt, so, so even Mama, unless Mama Skirt was tracking the Jays before you. No, I think those were just two up. games. She was at the other one, so I think it was just this one. Okay. Yeah, so that's just like that's uh that's small sample size trauma in your. I think it was just this was this, this this the last. It just was a reminder. It was just it was just very similar and it hurt. All right, that's all. Okay. So I need to get that out. Here's Doug's. You. I think this is Doug's junior year. They beat over. They beat Evansville ninety three ninety two. This one was a crazy game. I remember this one. So that was ninety three ninety two. That was on. Uh, what was that? That was senior day. Yeah, yeah, ninety three ninety two and senior day. That one was wild. I remember that one. So that's yeah. So they're they're above five hundred under awesome. looks like under Mac in in their own gym and OT. It looks like. That's all I need to hear. See, thank yeah. you for clearing that one up for me. See, you're welcome. You yeah, staff for me. you're welcome. So the data, I could have looked that. I could have looked that up myself, but like, would that have been as fun? No. Well, that's what I am on here. I'm like the statistician, and you're just like the analyst. You know, I just tell exactly. you what happened, and you say, "Well, here's why." <laughs> uh, <laughs> you give meaning to it all, right? Yeah. No, so yeah, you're just traumatized. It's just it's just traumatic overtime losses. Not a lot of them. That makes sense. Right. To make you feel any yeah. better. Right? No, it does. It does. It does? Nice. It does. It does. It makes me feel a lot better. So thank you for digging into the stats to make me feel better, man. 
Yeah, for sure. Now, if you want to talk close losses in games like you've had one and gave away, that's a different story because I bet you there's a lot more of those. I feel like that's maybe maybe really the root of this issue. So I don't actually want to get there. I actually want to just I, we can talk more about teams so with want, similar issues. You don't want to actually come to a like a therapeutic resolution here. You just want to talk specific overtime, the extra five minutes. You just want that. That's it. Yeah, no. I just think it was just the breakdown. Yep, I don't want to talk about. I don't. It's it's all. It's every type of breakdown. It's I don't. Whenever they go, whenever they go to overtime, do you think of Sam Hauser? Is that what really it is like about? Whenever it's like tied. I I told you. I told you he was haunting me. I told you. I told you. I told you this was gonna happen, and now he's on the Celtics, and he probably like had a good game that same night that I was like flipping back, and that's probably why I even said it. That's probably what the whole thing. Got brought up for him. Let's see what let's see what Sam Sammy Boy was doing on December twentieth. It's probably balling out, and I was just. I hope he had. I hope he had a career. I hope he had a career high. It'll be just so much funnier if this is if that's what. No, he definitely didn't. But he was. He was. Uh, Oh my god! It's the game he started. It's like the only game he started in the last like fifteen. He dropped ten on Sacramento, ten and five. He was two of four from three. They beat the Kings by twenty five. So that he was, actually oh, had that the that was the Peyton Pritchard night. Yep, he actually had a good game. So yeah, so so, Sam oh, Hauser, so yeah, so so like if you're like looking for disturbances in the force, like Sam Hauser, Sam Hauser playing well and Creighton playing on the same night, yeah, just, you, doesn't doesn't, doesn't match. Yeah, some like you know what's going down there. We found the glitch. We found the glitch. You know the force. I saw the funniest tweet. That I wanted to send you, but I felt like just bringing it up on the pod anyway. But it was like uh, that's way better. You know the Patrick Ewing. It's like that's way better than some. Yeah, we'll be talking about it on the pod, and no one will be like, no one will understand what's going on. But that Patrick Ewing uh, clip from his like one of his first couple of years when Marcus Dickerson Do you was shoot on the that club. shot. Yeah, when Do you when practice that shot. <laughs> so it was like the tweet was. Anakin doing the 360 flip uh, over <laughs> Obi-Wan from low leverage ground. like, And then it was Patrick Ewing, like, going on the rant, going on the tangent. I was like, that is a beautiful, like, that's why Twitter is what it is. Like, that's just beautiful right there. You know what I mean? Because what was Anakin thinking? And how many times had he, like, he never pulled that move off, like, in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? And never, he tried never. it right there with his life on the line. Pure confidence. Like, yeah. Irrational pure confidence, just, pure irrational confidence. Yeah. That's the same thing. Taking a step back with like 20 seconds on the shot clock, you're in mid transition. The big hasn't even ran down. That's the same thing. You have no rebounder or rim threat. And you're yeah, just like, you have nothing. Yeah. You just decided it. This is what you were going to do. You didn't care about anybody else involved, barely cared about yourself. You just said, this is what we're doing. You really cared about yourself. That's so this, true. You made up a decision yeah. and did you just watch, did it. Did you watch the Paul Villanova at all? It was like, yeah, why was, would I do that? I don't know, but I don't know. Good question. <laughs> I did I did watch the Paul Villanova, though. And Jalen Terry, when DePaul was like, when it was like still a game before DePaul got 40 piece, okay? It was still a game at this point. And of course, it just made, it's always a game in the first half. I know, but it, that's, that's true. He's like, it's, hey, we start zero zero every single time, so everyone's got a shot. <laughs> but true, uh, fact. true fact. 
the, the thing, so this was like, it was still a competitive game. It was like in the 20s. Like, DePaul still has a shot to like, I don't fucking know. Maybe not. Be competitive. Yeah. Be I got you. So, Galen, so they forced a turnover, right? And it's a three on like, it's like a three on one-ish, one and a half-ish break, okay? Like, they <laughs> could easily, they could easily get an <laughs> alley you just, What do you mean? You just called him in a half a player? Well, I'm I'm looking at. He like, was like half I'm, in it. I'm just messing with yeah, you. I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like when I'm when I'm looking at the court, it's like where's the left? Like, yeah. You turn this into a three on one. Like where's the second defender? Where yeah, they? yeah. They could easily have turned this into like an alley oop, like easy two on the board. And mm. Terry pulls up with two dudes like running, like just blowing past him right for the layup that they thought they were about to get, and he just hucks a three up there, like just like. <laughs> And fucking no conscious, absolutely no smokes nothing. the shit out of it. Yeah, just <laughs> brutal. And then Nova comes down and like, and then like a blowout just started after that. And it like yeah. that to me was like, that's DePaul's identity right there. Pull up for the stupidest shot in the world, and then just get your doors blown off and wonder no, why. No, that that that's actually that'll happen. Like you can't teams know if you put up like a play like that. That deflates your team sometimes. Like if you. Percent. If yeah. you're in the game, you're like, oh, we're about, and to, then, we're about to bang out. Yeah. Here. And, then, like, and then you just like get nothing out of it. You're like, oh, that was deflating. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's like showing up with the worst project in the class. It's just like, oh, we, we, we was in this. Like, we, you, ha- it's when you, you and your group, you thought you had a good idea and then you show yeah. up and it's the worst idea in the class. And you're like, oh, we, we, we suck. It's you feel it. Not, you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, like you like suck. survey the class and you're like, and it was like, we actually, year. and it's yeah. worse because it's like you try it and you suck. It's that one, mm-hmm. it's that one feeling you like, oh, this is my opportunity, air ball. And it's like, oh, no, we are who we are. And then you yeah. just, you don't even, you don't even try to fight it anymore. Nope. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it wasn't even, like, it was competitive up to that point. And when he shot that shot and missed it, it was not competitive anymore. So, like, doing that to Villanova, that's like, just, that's just like, you you might as well just beat yourself or get off the floor because you know what's yeah. going to happen. You know what I mean? When you take dumb shots and don't score against Villanova, like I'm not going to say all dumb shots are created equal because some dumb shots go in and then you can be like, cool, that was a dumb shot. I could never do that again, but we survived because I got points. But on yeah, no, you, you quite literally know the way to be. You can never beat Nova if you play in Nova. Yeah. Nova was like playing. Nova Patriots will let you. Nova day, will yeah. let you do all the dumb shit you want in the world, and they will just like keep doing Nova. Like, all right, it's yeah. just like, oh, we're not gonna actually. Yeah, they're like, we're not even gonna actually attack you at full force. We're just gonna wait until you make. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, it's like a snake. It's like, no, I'm gonna yeah. wait until you get tired. I'm gonna wait until you make a mistake, and then we'll go crazy. Like, no, we'll let you. We'll make oh, you quit okay. on yourselves with all the dumb stuff, and then you're like, why are we playing so dumb? And we're down twelve. Like, we can't even yeah, rally from yeah. this now because we're playing too dumb. And we can't all of a sudden start playing smart and get back in the game, so it's over. So then it turns into a twenty point lead, and a thirty point lead, and a forty point lead, and then you're like, "Man, Christmas sucks!" All of a sudden. So yeah, that's kind of what Nova does, though. That's kind of what Nova did to Creighton. Creighton didn't do a lot of dumb stuff, but they definitely made some that's... like dumb plays that they don't normally make, and Nova didn't. So I don't know. I don't know when the game felt like it was flipping, but there was a point where before, well, before Nova was like within two possessions where I felt like Creighton's kind of missing an opportunity here. Like they're yeah. up 14, you know, and I feel like they got the gym yep. involved yep. and it yep. looks like they're playing. Absolutely. Creighton. And it's just Completely like, okay, agree. you know, a couple more, two or three more good possessions or like another two minute stretch 
you could probably put this game out of reach, right? And then they just didn't. And when you don't do that against Villanova and you let them settle in, that's when you're kind of in for a long fight at that point. Because when they when they get that thing down to single digits, it doesn't. It's hard to get it back to that point. You know what I'm saying? So I well, that's, like that's what you. That's what. Yeah, and you because like even funny enough because you mentioned the Villanova game in overtime when we beat them um, when I was there, and like even in that game, if you think about it, it was like that was like we had pretty much a lead. Like I think in the second half for a good portion going into that last couple minutes. And then they went, I think it was DiVincenzo went crazy in like the last two minutes to really like, just bring them back in the game. And it was like, okay, but we never like, it was a very different game in the sense that it was like the opportunities to like go on a run weren't really there, but we were taking care of every possession and making sure we weren't turning the ball over. We were at least getting a quality shot up every time, you know? Um, and that's what I think just the overtime game with Creighton lacked. Amaya wasn't having a good time. Um, yeah. And so I, I think <laughs> who 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 else do you think speaking of not having a good time? Do you think George mm. like what other teams? Like team do you think Georgetown they think they're having a good time? Do you think they're feeling better? Hmm. Is it gonna take it. another year? Is it gonna take another year? The five I don't, I don't here's the thing. Like, I think Ed Cooley's teams like play hard. So I don't know. Like I thought I thought they played kind of hard against Butler, you know, on the road. Like that I think that was a game that they could have like, you know, had they just finished better, they probably could have won. You know, they could have stolen it. So, you know, when I look at like, okay, they but I think Butler's improved and Georgetown competed pretty hard in that one. The TCU yeah. loss, like they flat out got robbed in that one. Like that's yeah. a joke. Yeah. So that's a that's a big like imagine if that, you know, gets called the way it should. That's a big dub. That's a that's a good win for them, even. Like that's, a win. Yeah. Get it, yeah. So I don't know. Like Marquette destroyed them. Like they were just getting yeah. at one point you felt like, okay, Georgetown's here to compete. Like they're playing pretty well. They have a lead, you know. Marquette might be on upset alert because they're coming off a loss. They might not be as confident. And then they just like they just absolutely killed them all of a sudden. Like, it was not even a game anymore. Um, I don't know, man. I think Georgetown has it in them. Because they've. They, I thought they competed at Rutgers. I thought they should have beaten TCU. Uh, they were competitive at Butler. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game for Creighton going up there, tougher than people realize, just because Georgetown's going to be coming off a 10-day layoff, and Creighton will have a short turnaround from playing at Marquette. So, yeah, I don't know. Plus, it's Ed Cooley. You know, Ed Cooley's teams are always like hard nosed. Yeah, they, no, they play hard. That's I'll give yeah. that to them. But I just don't know. Well, I think I'm when like, you play they... hard, you can you'll find a way to beat somebody, right? Right. Along the way. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I think, and I think they, I think they buy in. I will give them that. It looks like okay. they're all pretty bought in. And obviously, Coach Cooley. I've obviously spoken on this many times. I obviously am a big fan. Think he's great. Think he's a great like creates culture in a way similar to Coach Mack, where guys want to buy in. Um, so yeah, no, I think they definitely have something going. I just am, I'm curious to see, cause I think if for Big East play, if they can create, cause I just think Providence, like, I think there's a lot of places that create some, are able like in the Big East to have some like awesome home environments right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just intrigued to see if they can create that at Georgetown again, given how, oh. What it became. 
there's okay so this is gonna sound like whack job crazy but like so they competed at butler and got smoked by marquette so those are their two biggest results right now they're but they have a 10-day layoff before they play creighton okay then their next two are still at home they get DePaul and seton hall at home too those are winnable games but like, that and that's favorable to just be at the crib yes yeah, but is well, honestly, there home- if you if you if you told me if you told me they came out like fresh and ready and beat Creighton and then banked on it with like two with wins over DePaul and Seton Hall and yeah. put together a three game winning streak in Big East play yep. and got above five hundred, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't think that's a stretch yeah. at all. Like the way that Cooley's teams yeah get better throughout the year one and compete on a nightly basis too. The rest of the schedule I don't know. Like they're, they're going to be at UConn after that, at Xavier after that. That's tough. They have to go to Providence after – then they get Butler at home, then they're at Providence. Then they get a Marquette team that killed them. Then they're at Seton Hall. Then it's UConn again. Then it's at Creighton. Um, then they get Nova. That's rough. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's not really, like, a path for a winning streak there. Because there's, like – Not at all. Lot, Yeah, there's there's either tough road games or, or teams that they're just going to be overmatched against physically at home, you know? So, I don't know. This – like, coming out of the break here to start January, start 2024 – might be their best shot at like showing you what maybe the Ed Cooley Hoyas might look like in the future because it's they get Creighton, they'll be fresh for Creighton, and then they get two winnable games at home after that. Like it wouldn't shock me if they put together a three game winning streak and made you go, huh. you know, maybe they're going to be all right. Yeah. So I just, I guess it, it, that is that the, is that the sign of encouragement from them this year? Is it a win streak? Well, Jordan, they were owing like 20 in Big East play last year. That's what I'm saying. Is it a win or is yeah. it a win streak? Is that it? Like, I'm, I'm, like, like, oh, like, yeah. If they, I mean, if if they, it doesn't have to be a win streak, but if they get like three, four wins, and so they're like the, this is like the, that's a, that's an improvement, right? This is the Deion Sanders. This is like the Colorado yeah. Buffaloes of yeah. Yeah, college basketball. That's how we're gonna look at them. Uh, of whole college basketball, uh, just the Big East. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, the just East. the Big East. Definitely just the Big East. East. Yeah. For sure, the Big East. Yeah. Okay. And right, honestly, cool. I think there's a difference between like right now, Georgetown. Sucks. I get down with that. That makes yeah, sense. Right now, right now, right now, Georgetown and DePaul suck and look like they're going to be four easy wins, or yeah, four easy wins for everyone else in the league right now. You know, but I think there's a difference between DePaul and Georgetown right now because DePaul to me doesn't look bought in. They look like they're like running the clock yeah, out on a, on a coaching team. And like I think a lot of the guys on the team are like, "What's my options like after this season? Where am I going to play?" Probably not going to have the same coach anymore. Like, because every time a DePaul game gets tough, they fold and get blown out. Like, they're, they, yeah. I think the Louisville game showed you they can win games um, when they kind of front run a little bit and get off to a good start and sustain it. Showed that. But I think, like, when they have to deal with some in game adversity and have to, like, scrap a little bit, figure things out. Ain't happening. They, they yeah. have not shown that at all. So. That that's that's what I think the difference between DePaul and Georgetown is. I think Georgetown is going to come at you and compete for forty minutes, especially when the game's there to be won and it didn't get away from them early. DePaul, I think, as soon as like as soon as it gets rough, they're going they're going south in a hurry. So I think that's I think that's, that's the difference between those two teams for me. I think actually this is a better the better question now because I think there's I guess that puts everyone not everyone else but I guess who is in. Who are we going to degrade now? Because we talked about obviously top three, right? So you got. Who are we going to degrade? No, gonna... I'm sorry. Who are we going to degrade to the fraud category? Like, who is who is, um, who is on fraud watch? Who's on fraud watch? Who are we going to degrade to the fraud category? Mm. I, I need to finish my sentences. Sorry. 
But yeah, because we talked about top three, right? We can all agree mm-hmm. top three. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the, what's fraud qualification again? Do they just have to like show some overrated qualities, or do they have to like yep, be? Yep. They, they yep. have to go from like top tier to bottom tier. Like how far is the no? Track? They just have to show some overrated qualities where people think they could like really, like oh, like people like somebody has somebody will believe like oh, this team could win the Big East. Like, but like it's just that's, oh, so, that's someone okay. dumb, I guess, would believe. Well, us. honestly, there might be three. There might be. It might. Oh, be I agree. It might be Creighton, Nova, and UConn teams that like would win the league, but they also have like. Fraud potential, you know, fraud, fraudulent tendencies, right? Like they have, like Nova losing, Nova getting skunked in the Philly in the Big Five is outrageous. First, the, is that the first time ever? Yeah, but the big and the Big Five added a team this year. They added uh, Drexel. Oh my god! So, so it was like it went, it went. It was actually like a Big Six, and they finished last. They lost to all three. They lost all three of their games. They got smoked by St. Joe's. At the Finn, which is like what I didn't even know you could do that to Villanova at the Finn without being like a national championship contender, and then um, who else got them? Penn just absolutely worked them. I saw that. Them. Yep. Yeah, like that was a game Nova was chasing the entire time. They got outplayed thoroughly, and uh, yeah, and then they they after the St. Joe's loss, they went and um, like laid an egg against Drexel and lost a close game. So they got skunked in the Philly Five. But this is a team that's now won at Creighton without Justin Moore. Um, beat North Carolina and beat the breaks off Memphis, who looks really good right now. I mean, they they were they were up thirty five on Memphis, thirty they were up like sixty seven thirty two, and Memphis is looking really good right now. So Nova, the team that's like looked like national championship good, Big East championship good, and they've also a team that looked like what the hell is that? But do you give them a pass for? Because I think I give them a pass for looking like what the hell early three times. They got all, but they got, but they got all the yips out early. Nah, they lost. They weren't. They lost. When was the last loss? They lost to St. Joe's Drexel in Kansas State after Thanksgiving. All three right in a row. That wasn't early. That was after Thanksgiving. Oh, see, I didn't know about. And then they went, and then they went, and then and they bounced back by beating a good or like a not a a not good UCLA team that's not going to make the tournament. They beat UCLA in a grinder after that three game losing streak without Justin Moore, and then they beat Creighton in overtime. And then smoked DePaul. So they're on a three game streak right now, but that those three losses in a row came after Thanksgiving. So that wasn't early, early. It was like recent. Yeah, they're on. They're on watch. So they're on fraud watch. Um, I think Creighton is probably on fraud watch uh because like not because of like Colorado State or Villanova, but because of I think UNLV. Like UNLV is a game that got away from them, and I don't really understand how. Like I don't I mean I know That's how I know how in terms of a basketball sense. I don't know how in terms of a personnel sense that that happened. Like, I think UNLV might be might be like talented enough to do that to teams, right? But I just don't understand how it was Creighton. You know? Yeah. So that's what I mean. I, so, like, so Creighton's a team that has shown they can go into Lincoln in a hostile gym against a really good team and blow their doors off. Okay. Um, yep, yep. Bama, I think, is really, really good. They just Great had a win. ridiculously tough schedule. That was a really gutty win because Kalkbender was hurt and played his ass off. So Bama and Nebraska are, like, massively impressive wins that make me think that Creighton could be, like, Final Four, all that, Big East, Big East champ kind of good, right? But then they have the losses, like, where it just gets away from them and you're like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So Creighton, I think, because of that, it's on Friday watch. And then my other one is, like, UConn. Because 
they weren't a really good three point shooting team with with Klingon in the first place. And mm-hmm. now you add the fact that he's now had two two foot injuries this season. He's a big man, foot injuries. We know how that story goes. Like, you know, um, it's tough. So, and Hurley was kind of, honestly, Hurley was kind of like getting after him in the presser after St. John's talking about his like weight and things like that and how he needs to get in better shape and, you know, stay healthy. So he might not be like primed and ready to even have the type of season that UConn needs him to have in order for them to be as good as they should be on paper. So when you look at that, like, they have wins over Carolina at MSG. They played Kansas real tough at the fog, but then they got their doors blown off by Seton Hall in a, in a sense. Like they got lost by 15 at Seton Hall, which is like, you sh- I don't think you should lose by 15 to Seton Hall. And then the St. John's game could have gone either way. And they arguably should have lost it on their home floor before Christmas. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Like that, I feel like those three teams right there are kind of on fraud watch because they've shown the high highs and the low lows, right? Like, is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah. No, I was going to start with UConn. Hey, as always, because I was going to say, right, we got to put them on the fraud watch just for yeah. the loss of Seton Hall. Because like, I'm like, I don't know who I should take more seriously of the non-frauds who are just, or like, sorry. The teams that not, you don't think not, are even. Like, not even contenders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's, Xavier and Seton Hall, and I'm like, like Providence, okay. like Providence, St. John's, like Seton Hall, Xavier. None of them are like none of them. We thought were going to be good enough to be fraudulent. No. You know what I mean? No. So like them doing anything is just like, oh okay. Either that, way, especially like, that's oh, okay. why I'm like, when you lose to them, yeah, right. How am I supposed to feel about you? Well, Seton Hall beating UConn by 15 and then getting losing by 20 at Xavier <clears> like the next game. That's a weird. That lets me know that UConn's got some fraudulent tendencies right there because you got you lost by you lost going away you lost a, like a what a, what's what's fifteen points like six possessions yeah you know not six possessions five possessions so it's a five you lost a five like, possession minimum. game to Seton Hall yeah minimum five possession game to Seton Hall and then Seton Hall goes and gets destroyed like so that puts you on fraud watch because you've lost to a team that's super inconsistent and up and down you know yeah. what I mean? so yeah I'm with you on UConn. I think it makes sense. Yeah, you can't. Anybody else? Yeah. You have any other candidates? Like, is there any Nova doesn't do really Nova have... doesn't do fraud watch for you with the with the wins they have and the losses they have. That doesn't do. No, they do, but they do. But I just think it's like. Do you think Nova and Creighton can win the Big East? Yeah. So you don't, and the, but there, but you don't think their losses. Are are like I think I look fraudulent, at fraudulent uh, DNA maybe. Uh, I think yeah no, there's definitely signs of fraudulent DNA. I think I don't know I don't know how to like. There's no way to say I'm like I, if I say Nova's more fraudulent. What does that say about Creighton that we lost to them? Oh, more fr- most fraudulent team. You're trying to make sure you don't pin yourself into a corner. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm trying to think about yeah. here. Because I'm just thinking, like I, like I didn't, like I think Nova's those three losses are worse than just the UNLV. Colorado yeah. State, I think, is really good. I was defending that loss to everyone. By the way, I was just I was like, too. I, don't, I, I think that I told people Colorado State was going to be a hard game. I think that team has like elite eight. Final four potential, like in terms of just the way that they play. So yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna like. Depends on their play, how they draw, whatever you know, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But 
so I was defending that. I I think it like Nova's losses look worse than Creighton's coming into that. Just the UNLV versus their three, but I don't know. I can't I can't say because yeah, I, I guess if I'm just like yeah, they we lost a, a more fraudulent team. They're not. I think they're actually they have potential to win it. So I think those three teams. It's gonna be it's gonna be just interesting to see how. That's why I'm like. Who am I supposed to take more seriously now? Like, is the Seton Hall loss really – is that going to be bad? Is the Xavier loss going to be – I think a Xavier loss is going to be pretty bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I just well, – Well, here's the thing that you might not be considering is, like, look around the rest of the country, especially in power leagues. Like, Xavier might be a tournament team somehow. I don't know how. They really? Yeah. Dude, it's bad out there. There's See, a lot of, like, teams what... that, like – there's a lot of teams that are like looking good right now, but they're like playing nobodies. So when conference play starts, they might be like 500 or below, you know. And maybe I have res- to just watch another Xavier game. But I think I, oh, I don't love was Xavier either. hurt early on. Was Xavier yeah. hurt early on? Well, they're kind of hurt, and gen- they're going to be hurt all year because Fremantle's out, and Jerome Hunter I think had like a I don't know if he had a heart attack, but he had a cardiac situation, and I don't think he's coming. Oh, back that's no year. good. Yeah, but I think he's, so, coming, so I, he's coming back next year. So like, um, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be limited in terms of their potential because they just don't yeah. have to come back. So yeah, kind of. Yeah, I just I I just well, Penn I, Penn beat November. Remember Penn working Nova over right? They lost to Maryland Eastern Shore. Oh my gosh! Yeah, two and eight Maryland Eastern Shore beat Penn. Um, beat Penn. Right around the time Penn played Nova. Oh, it was right after, like five days later. So Nova, so we watched Penn work over Villanova and then absolutely get destroyed by one of the worst, or not destroyed, but lost an OT to one of the worst teams in the country. Dude, the catch from Maryland Eastern Shore. No, I know, but that makes us. that makes Nova fraudulent, right? Because you can't you can't lose to that a makes team. them more fraud. So that definitely makes them more fraudulent. But that means we lost to the most fraudulent of the real contenders of the big at home shorthanded, right? Which makes Creighton in that category too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can call Nova fraudulent without calling Creighton fraudulent, or I don't think you can yeah. say Nova is on fraud watch without if Creighton's, Creighton's not on fraud watch. I agree. Right. It has I to. It has to, be, it has to be one or it has to be. If we're gonna be one. consistent now, if we're gonna Correct. be consistent, yes. Yeah. Yes. No. That's sad. and I, and, and I and think like that's say, it. I want to put St. John's on fraud watch because of the Patino hype, but like I was kind of impressed with the way they defend against UConn. Like they're gonna they're gonna be in your face pressing. They're gonna like that matchup zone looks like I don't know. Sometimes it gets picked apart a little bit. They don't communicate great out of it, but I think they're getting better. Like I think Patino's actually got them. Like he might have them play. No, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll figure something game. out. That's what I'm They'll saying. Figure I, think, something out. I think that I think they're going to be a hard out in this league. So I I can't I can't call them I can't put them on fraud watch because I think they're going to over. I think they're going to be tough, and I don't I didn't expect a whole lot out of them coming in. So like I can't I can't put them on fraud watch because my ceiling for them wasn't that high in the first place. So I think they'll figure something out, and especially in the way that just you know how just who connections are. I just feel like Patino still is so well connected within the game that. He'll figure out how to get guys there, and like I know, like this year, it's just going to be obviously they just have their guys, so it's going to be about them figuring it out. Like you're saying, I think they'll be able to 
figure out like how he wants them to play and what works for them in terms of how he's kind of just orchestrating it. I could see how it's like kind of their offense looked glitchy to me to like to explain yeah. just like what I, I I just felt like they they got dudes they had an got... idea yeah they had an idea of how to play but they had dudes so they didn't really try to ever make it work. Now I think they're starting to make it work. Um a little bit more because guys are a little bit like I think more unselfish and you can see it. Like and Soriano, I think... Joel Soriano's in much better shape than he was last year. Like I oh, yeah. hard as hell. Like he's a he's a load. I just think I think they're gonna be really hard to deal with by the time. And honestly and that's I why think... I want that's why I want you back for that game because I think it's gonna be a Man, sick game you come back. I think that could be a good one too because I think funny enough Playing against such good teams, too, in the Big East is humbling, where you learn – you can almost learn how to play. Like, how many of the times did we adopt drills from Nova or even from other teams just in the Big East, like Providence, if Cooley had something, just because it was like, oh, this is what works in this league. This is how you figure this out now. I think they're at that point. I think Patino's at that point, too, as well. He's seeing how the kind, the kind of the, just the games go, how possessions are so valuable – um, I just think in the Big East, even personally, more than any other uh, conference. But yeah, they're definitely a team that could do something. I don't know if the, I don't know about tournament, but they'll do something. Yeah, and I think Marquette escapes fraud watch because uh, like their losses are Purdue and a crazy right. good game in Maui, right? I'm gonna come back for them. I'm gonna come back for them. I'm we ready. might come back. We might. We might come back. Oh, for I'm them. coming. They, they got, no, because Quinn at Wisconsin once, and at Providence, those are like two like non-competitive losses, right? In the but way then, so what now. does this mean? Wait, no, this you got to answer this question now. So what does this mean? If, if, beat them? Yeah, because then on Saturday, the yeah. you lost. You then, 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 then just then, lost. Then, well, then the, so the team are all on fraud watch. You basically Either. just lost to University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Like, if Creighton <laughs> comes and beats you now, <laughs> right. you just lost University of Maryland Eastern Shore. That's basically trans, that's the lowest L. bar. Yeah. That's yeah. the low. That's the that's the lowest bar of the Big East totem pole right now. That's what I mean. UMass is like giving Creighton, giving not Creighton, but that's like, crazy. UMass is giving the Big East like transitive, like uh, Tra- like, like transitive, bad, yeah. yeah. Like a bad rep, transitive bad yeah. rep, yeah, yeah, because Penn has that L and they're one of the worst teams in the country. Oh, can we and look, beat Nova, Nova beat Creighton. That's what I mean. The ripple effect of how that loss could, how bad that loss could be, it could, fe- it could infect all the top four contenders. I'm doing this so from the new, the stat I'm gonna have in the new year for everybody is gonna be the for all the contenders of every major. Men's basketball conference. I'm gonna yeah. look up each each is worst loss in the non-conference and see yeah. if any yeah. team is worse than University of Maryland Eastern Shore as a as a transitive loss. Yeah, as a transitive I mean, loss. If, if, if Creighton wins, if Creighton beats Marquette on Saturday afternoon in Milwaukee, then all four all four of the top contenders are on fraud watch right now. Three of the four. Are yep. Let's do it. Yeah. I love chaos. So we I could, just want to see the world roll, burn. We could, roll, we could roll into January 2024. We could roll into 2024. With chaos. We could, roll, we could roll in the new year with all of the contenders in the Big East on Fraud Watch. Yeah. All of them. By, by January 1st. Yep. It's a bunch it's of teams up. questioning their identities, wondering if they're actually going to be the Big East champions. Are we actually see? national champions? Like, this how is good it. This yeah. is it. Oh, I love it. We're back, baby. <laughs> I love um, the Big East. 
I don't know how many times have you seen Marquette this year? Should we break down what that game might go? How that game might go? Like I, for me, I feel like we, Creighton has to like not totally like shift his identity, but involve Ryan Kalkbrenner in like the low post more. Just enhance yeah. it a little bit because right yeah. now, like, I feel like right now it's just like they're they're kind of like you know attached to their like jump shot variants, like whether they're having a good shooting day or not right now. And I just think when you have a guy like Kalkbrenner, like you have an outlet for if you're having a bad shooting day because he can score at the rim and he can also like attract enough attention at the basket to give guys who can get downhill driving lanes to finish at the rim too. So I just think, I think involving him more often, more intentionally with more purpose and him getting involved as well. Like it's a little bit twofold. Like he has to be aggressive, you know, in the post, but the guys have to feed him too. I think that is like that will drag Creighton further and further away from the conversation we just had in terms of like their fraudulent um, uh, potential, I suppose. Uh, so that's I, I'm curious about that matchup too because I think you know when you've seen Marquette kind of get beat up this year, it's been there's been like a dominant there's been a really good performance by the other team's five. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think that's kind of like the way. It, the way this matchup goes in Creighton's favor, it's five on down instead of one on up. For Marquette, I feel like it's Kolek on up. For Creighton, I feel like it's Kalkbrenner on down. Yeah, no, 100%. It's actually, and it's funny too, though, like it's inside out in different ways. So like Creighton wants to play inside out yeah. from Kalkbrenner out. Like you want him kind of making these kick out. You want to get it actually to him in transition. I think that's how the game changed. Um and everything's so like when he Nova. came back just off injury against Nova. And that's where I think it's just like, if you can do that, Oh, I'll take you out, boy. Dog needs to go outside in a second. I'll let you okay. Know, we're but... almost done. Anyway, we're good. <laughs> You're good. He's hanging in there. Pup. We're crying. almost good. We're that, good. That's who's, that's who's crying at me. But yeah, no, but just, I guess the, just Ryan point is, I think the Ryan and against Marquette point is you want to play inside out in terms of just getting in the ball down court early and, Filling the lanes and him actually kind of spraying out more so. I think that was just kind of um, what went well. Hulk winner spraying us. out uh, the three point line. Yes, buddy. In transition, yes, sir. Oh no, 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 no. That's craziness. Why you want him in transition? No, not in transit. But I'm saying, like, you know, you fill the lanes, like, get down there. If he doesn't have anything, hopefully they'll collapse. Get the oh, ball out so we can get threes out of there. Sorry, I'm not saying he's getting in the paint. I didn't know who is spraying though. No. I guess in terms of what uh, how I was trying to explain it, but yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think, but that's why I think Marquette wants to play similarly, but they want to get in and spray with Kolek yeah. in the way yeah. you were thinking spray. Um, but yeah, I think it's just going to be limiting that for us, and then yeah. taking advantage of you know the footer baby. The matchup's going to be interesting because Marquette, you know, their guards are so good, and then. You know, Oso is like a unique five in terms of his ability to facilitate and whatnot. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a fun matchup. But um, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no. Jordan, you actually see? No, you can. You're good. You're good. He's out. I can stay on. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. That's all that matters. Last thing while we're still on the uh, topic of that game, did you see the ticket prices for it? No. What are they? Yeah, the cheapest ticket prices for the Marquette game I saw at least last time I checked was this morning on Vivid Seats were like about ninety six dollars minimum for like the balcony, 
and that's like without the taxes and fees. So like full price, you're thinking you're you you're probably talking like one twenty, just crazy. even for the balcony seat, which is pretty crazy. Big boy basketball, baby, gonna be a good game. Yeah, they're not playing around down there, huh? Yeah. Is that like is that, is that, Mar- is, is that Marquette being a hot ticket or is that like this being a big game between two uh, like, being a potential Final Four teams? Being a big game. Because yeah. Marquette's usually like, I don't know, like not – it's not as affordable as Omaha, but it's still like Midwest price like for games and whatnot. So it's like normally very affordable, at least from what I've heard. Yeah, um, I need to get I need to get you into Omaha too on, while we're on this topic because like I'm curious what you think of the crowd these days because I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I, CHI is losing its pop a little bit and I don't. It's funny you say that. Well. Funny you say that. So I talked to Mac and uh, Coach Vanderloo about this, and so I asked him because I was like, "How was the game?" I was like, "Look, it, I was like, I trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, right?" I was like, "How was the game? Like, look, rocking." At the beginning of the last game, like, how was it? And they were just like, eh, it was all right, Scar, like, not as loud as. And then Luton listed off, like, a few games that he was like, these ones were louder. I was like, oh, wow, okay. All right, so maybe it is losing the pot because I was like, it looked pretty loud at the beginning. But then I also heard from some in attendance, I won't give up my sources, but some in attendance that it, uh, might also, it might be losing the pop. So we might have to fix that. The vibe guy might have to come back. Yeah, you might have to come back and reset everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, the other thing is, like, I think the student section is has been better this year, markedly better. Um, they've been showing up and like, you know, getting into it on time. I just, the game early, ninety minutes. Wow, like, filling the thing. Yeah, so like the student. That's one thing that's elevated is the student section is better than probably it was when you were there. Um, but I think the overall environment, for some reason, it just well, feels a little. We had to build it, Matt. If you build it, they will come. Well, you built the student section. If you want credit for that, then I'll give it to you. I have no, I, I have no, counter, I, I have no counter, I, I have no counterpoint to it. So. My SIGAP guy, shout out to SIGAP though. They did, they did. Okay, got you. Yeah, I just don't know. I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm wondering, like the game before, like the Villanova game. You know, Doug's jersey retirement. We're standing on the court, and I can feel like the place was full, like thirty minutes, twenty five minutes before tip, and you're just like, oh. Obviously, okay. it's Doug's jersey retirement. Yeah, but I also felt a buzz, like an energy. You know, I felt like the crowd was like ready to it's be. It's Doug McDermott. What do you mean you felt the buzz? Sorry, you mean the, the buzz for the game. The, I'm one saying of like the I best felt... shooter, one of the best scores in college history ever. Oh, I, I know, felt the it, buzz. No shit. What do you mean? But it didn't. But it didn't sustain though. It, it like it died down. That's why the energy wasn't like, and it was a late tip and all that stuff. But like, is anybody on this team Doug McDermott? Or even close to him? No. How can if that? You're if you're in the arena, all right. Maybe you're so arena. you're saying we should have done the Doug thing after the game. Is what you're saying? We should have no, done. That would have been crazy. Way too late. So, Kids so well then, well then, I don't know. Halftime, you want to get the energy going at halftime? Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Max got to yell at the team. That's right. Matt can't be out there at halftime. Yeah. So yep, um, can't do that. No, the all before the game was the only time to do it. I'm just, I just don't know. I'm confused as why the energy for Doug got to suit up. That's the only, uh, the only, that the been only it. way, that might have been the it. only way in out. which you can keep that same Doug energy is for Doug to is play. It, like he played, yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't compare one of the. Yeah, that was so just the, a that was a little game compared to Doug's career. The difference, even though it wasn't was a little noticeable. game, 
<laughs> like the, the difference was noticeable. So I'm like, where, you know, if you, you got to have that energy for the game itself too. And I think the energy, I just think the energy has been a little bit just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a victim of their own, like, um, standard or if they're, if the crowds are actually, that's why I'm curious to get you back. Crane in the fans gym. getting spoiled. You think Crane fans getting spoiled? Oh, I'm, we'll I don't come. know I what it is. I need to do an no analysis. Idea. This is what I'm good what I'm at. Saying. That's what I'm saying. I need, I need, I need your analysis in arena. I need to go figure it out. Yeah, I'm gonna go walk around the arena too. I'm not gonna just like sit in one seat. I'm gonna like go talk to people. Like, how you guys feeling right now? Like, what do you think we could? What do you think we need to do to get you more hype? Like, which it's like it's like you need someone who's been away for a minute to come and assess it, so you can like get a full perspective on it. Because when you're there every day, you don't notice it if it changes because it's gradual. But if you show up randomly for a game a big game and you haven't been in the arena in uh what it'll be four years like you'll notice any yeah changes. no it's my like, it's my uh it'll be like, oh post-grad my hiatus my post-grad hiatus is over bro yeah we good be back so that's what so we're gonna revisit this because I, I it's just i have a feeling that it might be losing its pop a little bit yeah, we need to go see what's up in that shy that shy health center the shy health center the shy health center uh I got nothing else to say. I don't know why I had a long delayed other. I think we talked Talk about a lot, of, a lot of. I think we talked about some important stuff. You know, some Creighton branded do rags are that's Creighton important. Do rags. Talked yeah. about crowd. We talked about things. We talked about the Big East. Who's really fraud? Who's not? Talked about fraud. Um, fraud watch. We got a fraud watch. Everyone knows who was on our. We have to do the fraud watch every year. We'll call I it the crypto year, list. I guess the good thing for everyone on Fraud Watch this year is last year our Fraud Watch team won the national championship. So, <laughs> yep, just, just feel good about number, it. Fraud number one was the. We saw UConn. We saw UConn lose. You know, eight Big East games. We put them. So all that's on I guess why. Right. That's why we got Creighton so high on there this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So fraud Watch is a distinct. Yeah, you want to be on Fraud Watch because that means we can. It's honestly, yeah, it's an honor on this show. Exactly. So yeah, and then we talked about Anakin getting. Uh, Oh, the high ground. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker heat check and how DePaul plays like that. Yeah. Poor DePaul. I think we covered it all. Yeah. Next next episode, we'll cover what could fix DePaul. Could Kevin Durant fix DePaul? Yeah, Yeah. that's that's where we'll go. Well, we're going to do a, we're going to do like a, we're going to really, I think we'll release this one probably tomorrow. Which is Friday, December 29th. But we're gonna do one. We'll release January sixth. Speaking of, did you see that tweet from that like semi-pro hockey team or whatever the other day? Did not. Oh my god, I gotta be able to find this thing. Yeah, it was like it was like a jersey reveal. So it was like an alternate uniform or whatever, and it was like oh. an alternate. It was an alternate red, and their tweet was, um, "We're gonna paint this town red on January sixth. And everybody was like, "Yo, oh." <laughs> Can't do that. Don't do that. They set that out and left it up all day. And it was like, then they had to release it like in a, one of those like apology graphics. Like, we're not political, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? One of those. No, I can't wait. Like, a, apology. Not, they had to release one of those today because they were, we're doing it. It's my, it's a two year Anakin analogy. The January 6th episode is going to be our Revenge of the Sixth. I am, <laughs> I am the Revenge of the Sixth. I I can't wait. I'm coming at every 
I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna leave it a surprise. I'm gonna just leave it a surprise. It will be the Revenge of the Sixth for a reason. I, I think it's a great title, though. Revenge of the Sixth. That's perfect. Yeah, our, my, my all my takes will be Venge worthy and and just on point. So okay, yeah, tune in for that for sure. I think the Patriots season will be over by then too, right? So they have one. Is it, How many games? Is, the Patriots are still playing football. Really? They Since, are. Are you serious? Actually, yeah. Actually, they're playing like. That's a no. That's the JV play, team. No, that's the JV team. All I, I know is I they ruined. They, they ruined the. They ruined the Russell Wilson era in Denver, if you want to call it that. So, are you trying to draw? They, they, they do you think? It. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think we want Russell? Is that you're trying to draw a parallel or something? Ooh, I didn't think about that part of it. Well, you shouldn't, because that sounds awful. That sounds awful. It sounds like a lot of money for an old guy. I think that's. I'm good. I I rather stick with the zap him. Zap. Stick with the zap. We can suck for a few years, you know. Maybe one day get a good draft pick. Is Bill Belichick on fraud watch? Is Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick's gone. He need to go on retirement coaching. He still he cold in New England. In old now, he need to just go retire to, to Florida, like all men like him do. That come on, man! Like Bill need to just go chill. Like I, I want one of these cool young head coaches that maybe used to play. I want one of them, bro. I, I, Bill, like I appreciate you. you. Need to get his ass up out of here, dog. Like, he's too old, man. Have a happy new year, everybody. Have a happy new year. <laughs>